are now listening to Cast of the Living Dead. So close your windows, lock your doors, and don't turn out the lights. The fun is just about to begin. Welcome to Cast of the Living Dead. As always, I'm Curtis Barrett, here with my good friends... Zach Davis. Andrew Eastup. And we are back with episode 8. In this episode, we are going to talk about the 2014 hit, It Follows. Now, before we get started, I just want to thank everybody for uh, following us on Instagram, Facebook, you know, just keeping up with the page and things like that. Uh, If... You miss the announcement on Instagram. We do now have a T Public store, so we have merch. Yay! Hell yeah, man! Sound excited? Official, 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 official merch. So yeah, I mean, you can go on there and get you a get you a T shirt, a hoodie, a tank top, whatever you feel, and you know, crop top. Crop, I don't. Know, they don't. They don't do crop tops. Make one. <laughs> Yeah, you can get all kinds of stuff. Tote bags, you can get a pillow made. Um, Cut off to mow in. <laughs> yeah, so, you know, hop on over to Tee Public after this episode and buy yourself a shirt. Uh, we have three designs right now. We've got the uh, title logo for the show that you always see um, when you play an episode. Then we have one that's just the text. In the Night of the Living Dead font. And then the third one, which is <laughs> pretty cool. And um, it, it looks like the D.A.R.E. program shirts. Just with the initials for the show. And then Cast of the Living Dead underneath it. Yeah, don't do drugs. Yeah, don't do drugs. Give them to us. No, <laughs> <laughs> yeah, and um, that's just, that's a that's a thing now. So, you know, go buy a shirt. I've, I've got one. Um, you know, they turned out really well. So I'm pretty happy about it. Don't forget to... Follow uh, Deranged Ankles on, uh, he has a TikTok, a, what else do you have? YouTube. YouTube. Twitter. Twitter. Instagram. Instagram, all the things. Yeah, I do all the things. So. Um, but yeah, what are, you, what are you doing on the channel right now? Uh, I'm still doing my 30 Days of Night series, and I just put out a video with me playing Michael. Actually made a Survivor DC. Not intentionally. Nice. <laughs> so yeah, if you're into... You're into Dead by Daylight, hop on over and check out Deranged Ankles. And one more thing, just, um, you know, rate and review the show. That would really help us out a lot. You know, give us feedback and let us know things you like and dislike so we can better ourselves at this. I mean, we are we are not professionals in any way, so. Very much well, learning as the process goes. Yeah, is. exactly. Yeah, I so, have no idea what I'm doing ever. <laughs> <laughs> so we could we could really use the feedback. It would help us out a lot. Uh, but yeah, let's let's get into it. Follows from uh, twenty fourteen. Before I get into like the nitty gritty of this, I, I, what are some like perfect horror films to you guys? Like when you think of a perfect horror film, what do you think of? I mean, 
Eight-Legged Freaks. I'm just kidding. <laughs> <laughs> I haven't seen that in forever, dude. Yeah. That's a fun movie. It is. <laughs> well, for me, I mean, it, uh, like, and it may just be, like, nostalgia reasons, but, like, the first Halloween, obviously, is the first thing that comes to mind for me. Because, like, I know it was, like, very much, like, a rookie film for mm-hmm. everyone involved, but, like... It's a masterpiece. It is. Like, yeah. it just is. Like, everything just came together so well. Yeah. I don't know. Yeah, I mean, that one's definitely at the top of the list. Um, Jaws comes to mind for me. Yeah. And not even in a horror sense. I think Jaws is like... Just a good movie. A perfect movie. Yeah. There's not a, yeah. There's not a damn thing wrong with it. It's yeah, so good. Just everything about it's just great. But, you know, in, in the horror, like, genre, you know, I gotta... I gotta think, like... I, w- I would say Hereditary is, like, yeah. a perfect horror movie. Um, that's a good... Great film. Um, the Fang. Yeah, that's, yeah, the was, thing. yeah, that's what I was about to say. Is the thing is probably a perfect one to me. Yeah. It's just no matter what way you look at it, even with the natural like effects and everything, yeah. you just can't complain. It's just so good. Yeah. And you know, I, I there's not been I don't feel like there's been many in the past like few years that I would consider yeah. like perfect. Yeah. Uh, I know Hereditary is recent, but the other like recent one I can think of off the top of my head, and this may be controversial to some people. I had a lot of like when I was in film studies and stuff like that. Some people would say like you know that's that's not a horror movie or stuff, but Get Out to me Get Out yeah. is like a perfect horror film. Yeah, and I remember um, it wasn't in my class, but it was in a separate class. I'm pretty sure uh, the professor told us like they were talking about horror films and some like you know, shitty white kid was like, oh, that's not a horror movie. And it's like, fuck you, dude. Like, <laughs> yeah. Like, come on. Yeah. But yeah, I mean, but yeah, the reason I'm bringing this up because like, to me, It Follows is another perfect horror movie. Yeah. It's yeah. just solid all the way around. Um, and there's just, there's nothing about it where I'm just like, ah, that could have been done better. Like, that was kind of stupid. Like, there's nothing in this movie where I'm like, I know, that, that's just me personally. Uh, I get what you mean. Like, the whole entire time you're watching it, you don't really know what to expect out of it, so mm-hmm. you're not really let down by anything because it's not really anything like yeah. it. Yeah. And it doesn't, like, overdo it, and it doesn't underplay anything it's like either. A, it's its own genre, so it can kind of get away with whatever it wants, to be honest, because it's yeah. just making its own original idea. <clears throat> so, yeah, um, the film itself is written and directed by David Robert Mitchell. Uh, this is produced by Rebecca Green, Laura D. Smith, David Robert Mitchell, David Kaplan, and Eric Romans, uh, Romanso, I think that's how you say it. Uh, cinematography for this film. I don't, I haven't been putting the cinematographer, like I've noticed, and that's not, that's just, that wasn't like on purpose, I've just yeah. been forgetting it. But the, the cinematography in this movie's fucking rad, so I had to put this guy down. Um, I'm probably going to butcher his last name, but Mike uh, Gulakis, Gulakis, I believe. It sounds Italian. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> uh, you know, just visually, this movie is amazing. Yeah. Um, uh, the film is edited by Julio C. Perez the Fourth. Yeah, shout out to him because, like, I noticed like some of like the the color corrections and stuff like oh, that. Oh yeah. Yeah, like especially in the pool scene with like the redness and mm-hmm. like the yeah. That's cool. Yeah, this this movie has a um, certain aesthetic. Yeah, yeah it's, it's got like this certain feel for it and look to it. So it really stands out on its own. 
And the music, music by Disasterpiece. Um, the music in this oh, yeah. movie is yeah, so is good great. too. It yeah. really is. It like reminds me of so many different movies mm-hmm. combined, and like a bit of Stranger Things. Like, yeah, just everything. It's just yeah. it's very synthy and very just yeah. When it's needing to be like heart pounding, it's heart pounding. You know, yeah. It very much brings me back to like the old school horror, horror films. Mm-hmm. Production companies on this one are Northern Lights Films, Animal Kingdom, and Two Flints. Uh, it was distributed by Radius TWC. And then it was initially released May 17th, 2014 at the uh, Cannes Film Festival. But it didn't get a wide release, uh, theatrical release, until March 13th, 2015. Uh, the runtime on it is 100 minutes. So, what, roughly an hour 40, yeah. hour yeah. 40 minutes. Uh, the budget on this one is only $1.3 million. Really isn't a lot for yeah. you know a big film, and the box office draw was twenty three point three million dollars. So yeah. big success. <clears throat> and initially, this film was planned to be like straight to digital, but it had such a uh, you know a good showing yeah. like at the festival and things like that that they decided to do a wide release. Yeah, well, I remember like whenever like it was kind of first like coming out that like. Uh, before even it came to theaters, that people were talking about, like, how this was going to be, like, the next big horror movie. Yeah. And I remember uh, being really excited to see it. Yeah, and that's a... I remember people saying that, too. And it's, it's kind of a shame, because it, it was never... I still don't think it ever hit that status where it's, yeah. like, the next big thing. Yeah. But it definitely, like, hit, made an impact on just, like, the, the genre, I think. It kind of reminds me of, like, just how <clears throat> The Strangers was... Yeah. Yeah. Like it's great and it was really good, but still it is more of a word of mouth mm-hmm. yeah. sort of thing. Yeah, I mean it it wasn't I don't I don't remember I don't I didn't see this in theaters. I can't remember exactly when I watched it. I might have seen it on Netflix, honestly. And that that's where I saw it. It came out like, on Netflix very, fairly quickly. Yeah, like I remember of course hearing about it, <coughs> but I just never never saw it in theaters. Yeah. Yeah, I mean it's it it kind of like flew under the radar, but like it's really now that you can go back and you look at it, you're like, damn, this movie's like pretty important. I feel like yeah. it's like one of those movies that like majority of people like heard about, but never actually got around to watching it yeah. until they like like you said, like on a streaming service or something like that. Yeah, and I don't know at what point the term elevated horror yeah became a thing. I'm I'm not like sure on that. I mean. I know a lot of people don't like that term, and some people love that term. I don't. I don't really care. It doesn't. Yeah. Like, you know, yeah. it's just another subgenre. <laughs> but to me, this movie is somewhat the start of like the elevated horror. Yeah. And it's not yeah. so much of the content, like in plot, as it is the aesthetic yeah. and the visuals mm-hmm. and the music. Because I mean, off the top of my head, when I think elevated horror, I think Ari Aster's two mm-hmm. movies. Yep. You know. I've not seen Bo's Afraid yet, but I'm sure it's in that same yeah. aspect. Like, Hereditary Midsummer, like, elevated horror. You yeah. Know, for sure. But yeah, so th- I kind of feel like this movie is kind of the start. It, it wasn't, like, what pushed the term, I don't think. But it's kind of, like, where it's... Elevated horror is kind of becoming a thing. And, like, to me, it follows, kind of, like, kicks it a little yeah. bit. Isn't the... Isn't one of the actors in Midsummer from this movie? Isn't the 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 guy from the beginning 
in isn't he the boyfriend in this? Oh no no no, that's not the same guy. No, I know no, what you're no. talking about. I, okay. I was thinking about that. Yeah, they do yeah. look kind of similar. Yeah. They do. Yeah. I was just curious. Yeah. Um. Oh, can I go off rails for just a second? Just like, yeah yeah go for it. <laughs> okay, so I gotta tell you guys about this. Uh, so Katie uh, works with this guy. She was talking about how she really enjoyed the Evil Dead Rise movie. Yeah. And she uh, and like he was just like I don't like old shitty horror movies or whatever. And I was, just, yeah, I was just like fuck that guy. I don't know who that is, but if you're listening, fuck you. <laughs> the throw hands. Yeah, I'm gonna take a pause for a second because I meant to say this before. So. You know, this episode was supposed to have come out the previous week. Yeah. Um, we were supposed to record it the previous week. And, you know, we all got together and I was just kind of like standing in front of everybody. And I was like, you guys just want to see Evil Dead Rises <laughs> and we'll do this, push this off. Yeah. So that's why this is kind of coming late. But that movie was fucking rad. Yeah, that's what I'm saying. <laughs> it was very good. Um, so, you know, I I remember when I saw Scream and we recorded an episode, I said, go watch Scream 6. Yeah. You know, and I meant that. But go fucking watch Evil Dead Rise. Yeah. You wouldn't be disappointed. No, that was a fun movie. And, yeah. you know, we're all, the three of us are, like, biased, yeah. I know, because, like, Evil well, Dead's, I, like... Cool, okay, so let me say this. Like, even, like, Katie enjoys it and, like, stuff like that. And she's never seen any of the Evil Dead movies until we started dating and stuff like that. So I would say that even people who have never like experienced yeah. it, can well, still Elizabeth enjoy it. liked it too, and yeah. I mean, she's she's not big on the original Evil Dead. Yeah, <coughs> it's really her just thing. even just visually appealing. Like, yeah. I mean, yeah, there's just so many things about it that's like, oh, that's cool. Like, it's even. it's very much like the 2013. Just it's not as grimy. Uh, yeah, you know, but it's 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 on that it's same cool. level. I saw somebody talk about this too, which was like, like they said. I thought it was very interesting. It's like a good mix of like everything in the like yeah. the what is the, what's the word I'm looking for like the, the overall the franchise. Yeah, that's yeah. Like, it's like just perfect mix of everything. Yeah. But yeah, go go see that while you can. Um, like while it's in theaters, I I highly recommend seeing it in theaters. Go somewhere with great sound. We saw it in an awesome theater with killer sound. The sound design in that movie is just yeah. dope. Yeah. <laughs> All right, so um, anyways, back to It Follows. So uh, the cast for this film, um, we have Micah Monroe as Jamie Height. Also, she goes by Jay, which I'm pretty sure Jamie is a nod to um, Jamie Lee Curtis for this film um, because the director was um, very very influenced yeah. by well, um, you can tell too. Carpenter and um, I believe George Romero. So, and then we have uh, Keir Gilchrist as Paul uh, Bolden, um, Lily Sepp as Kelly Height, Jay's sister, Olivia Lucardi as Yara Davis, then we have Daniel Zavato as Greg Hannigan, and then Jake Weary as Hugh slash Jeff Redman, which will make sense later. So, uh, the idea for this film uh, initially came to David Robert Mitchell from... Uh, reoccurring dreams or nightmares that he had as a child where something would chase after him, but it would only walk. Yeah. Um, so he developed the script uh, based on that. And while he didn't use like the same content from his dreams exactly, um, he just described the feeling of them as very much just anxiety inducing um, to where you don't know what's going to happen next, you know, which you kind of mentioned that earlier, Zach, like, you, you're kind of just like, you're anxious yeah. throughout the movie. <clears throat> yeah. yeah. And, you know, later in the film, you know, well, in the plot of the film, um, the, we find out that the 
the entity is transferred through sexual transmission and sexual intercourse. And the concept of this just came from uh, Mitchell, and he used it as a means that could show how something could be transferred to one person to another. Yeah, it works really well. Yeah, it's a very it's a very simple tactic, and it's very human. Yeah. So, initially, while working on the film, uh, Mitchell wouldn't explain the plot because he, in quotes here, uh, said, "When you say it out loud, it sounds like the worst thing ever." <laughs> <laughs> Which, yeah. I mean, it is kind of, if you, I should have, like, just copy and pasted a plot from somewhere just to give an example. But it is just very, like, you know. It's about STDs. <laughs> yeah, it's about, you know, girl has sex, thing comes for girl. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> you know, yeah. it's it's very, it, is, it does sound kind of dumb. Yeah. But, yeah, back, just kind of going back to the um, aesthetic of the film. Uh, once again, Mitchell used um, John Carpenter's George Romero's major influences. You can definitely tell, yeah. like especially with like, just the movement of the, the thing yeah. mimics a lot of Night of the Living Dead vibes. Yeah, the uh, <clears throat> the camera work, you know, like he he used uh, wide angle lenses on. I'm pretty sure like every shot yeah. to give, because it gives the uh, just the film a much broader sense, and yeah. it's it's kind of to me when I watch this movie, it's like. You get such a wide angle of everything that you almost don't know where to look yeah. if there's like nothing immediate happening on screen. Because you think like you want to look in one direction. Yeah. Of course you want to look in the middle yeah. because that's just natural. Yeah. But you know, you always want to look to the sides and stuff. That's something I was gonna say too. It's like that I feel like this movie does this really well. Which is like once you know what like the like the synopsis of like what's happening is you are always for the rest of the movie like looking for oh, yeah. it following you know yeah, like because it could be anyone and yeah. there's tons of like people on screen at all times yeah. usually yeah and there's there's multiple instances um you know that we'll talk as we go about the plot where mm-hmm. it's kind of like you see something that could be it mm. you know and then things that it couldn't be and they do their own kind of fake outs like, yeah in the plot too so well uh, you know this this film has a very simple plastic plot you know it's nothing crazy um even though it to <laughs> Mitchell it sounded stupid but um another big thing about this movie that gets a lot of people is not knowing what time the film is set yeah 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 and it's and it's very odd because you can never actually pinpoint it yeah like at times it looks modern because you see modern technology yeah then other times you see the old like CCTV yeah. Yeah. things. Well, so that's like a thing too. Is like a lot of the time they're in the movie, like everyone's driving like old cars. Mm-hmm. And then the but the, you see if but you see like some newer cars yeah, too. Yes, it's all it's all like red hair. And, and then she has that weird fucking <laughs> yeah. I think about the shell phone. Yeah, the, SpongeBob. Yeah, she has that fucking shell phone. The yeah. magical conch. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. So I mean, like I said, there's like CRTVs. Um, when the characters, you know, are, like, watching TV, and they're watching, like, old black-and-white yeah. films, like, old yeah. monster movies. Which is dope. Yeah. And there's also hints that there, it's it could be, like, in the future, because um, Yara, which you, which you yeah. were just getting at, Andrew, she uses this, like, shell compact phone thing as, or it's like yeah. an e-reader. Yeah. yeah. Like, it's like... And it's so, just, visually, you look at it, and you're like, that's fucking weird. That's yeah. not something from... Because it looks like a six, like a 50s or 60s makeup well, compact. And that's, way, I mean, that's what it is. Yeah. <laughs> the way I've, like, kind of looked at it more recently is, like, it's kind of like alternate universe type deal. 
Like, yeah. Like, you're not, like, everything's just a little off. Yeah. You know what I mean? Well, you know, I'd never, I mean, I, I really like this movie, but this wasn't one that I ever, like, dove into, like, just for the fun of it on my own. <clears throat> Um, so when I was like doing the notes and stuff like that, that was kind of the first thing I like latched on to. I was like, yeah. I need to find out like more about this, like time setting and yeah. shit. Ultimately what I could get out of it and what it's, what seems to, you know, be the consensus is that all of that is used as just a way to deter the audience. I'm guessing film is essentially meant to act as a dream. It's within a dream state, like a dream world, essentially, is what uh, uh, David Robert yeah. Mitchell's getting at. Which makes sense, because the concept to him came from, from a dream. dream. Yeah. So it, it keeps it very, like, open-ended about like, the, what's going on. The whole movie, though, with the way it's shot and, like, just the amount of, like, stress and everything involved, it does kind of feel like a fever dream, sort of. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Like, everything about it. Because it sort of makes sense, but then you're like, also, like, that is weird. Like, that's... It's not, because it's not like a Nightmare on Elm Street, where it's like, the characters are in the dream state. Yeah. yeah. And it's like, you know that's the dream state, you know, because Freddy Krueger's doing weird shit. He's, like, cutting his fingers <clears throat> off. Yeah. And, yeah. You know? Like, even, I think of, like, too, like, when they, like, show visuals of, like, the water. It's all, like, day blue like sort of vibe. like it's all just weird like, it's very ethereal yeah like, yeah it's, it's really precise on how they like want to present this yeah dream state and it is i mean because i feel like i don't know i don't like recently i can't like think of the last time i can remember a dream but overall yeah. like, through my life i feel like if i'm dreaming it's it's usually like bright colors and like during the day you know i don't recall many dreams where i'm like I, unless well, it's just a nightmare you know yeah, what I mean yeah. well I do like think about that too like there's really like I feel like whenever I used to dream a lot and I could remember it, it was like always very like specific like colors and the yeah. dreams that stood out and stuff like that it reminds me of like being a kid Mm-hmm. It was like I don't know. Yeah. You see it like in memes and everything too. Like when you were younger, grass was greener and skies were like bluer. Yeah, like now yeah. It was like a gray filter kind of most of the time like i'm not saying like as a depressed thing i'm just <laughs> I, everybody's thinking it <laughs> like but that's what it reminds me of like yeah. it's no, that, that distinct bright yeah. colorfulness yeah and then this I, I do think this film does a good job of like capturing it's like the childhood aesthetic yeah. how you see the world and then as the film goes on it gets darker yeah it gets yeah. gloomier yeah. like it's the visuals like change tremendously but it's not in a it's not like a Wes Anderson way yeah. where his colors just pop, yeah. you know. It's not like a film like that. It's it's very it's kinda obvious, but it's still subtle. Yeah, it's and very it, intentional like like choices. It's like the saturation just comes out. It's yeah, like a gradual shroom trip. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> oh man. Well you were talking about too, like uh how like it was like a fee that's like kinda like a fever dream, like yeah. some of the movie. Mm-hmm. And I think that's funny too, because like there are a lot of like horror movies in my life that like mean so much to me that are, I can also describe like that like in like Evil Dead 2 and stuff like that it was like yeah and I mean you know there's there's multiple examples of that kind of like fever dream thing and but but they're more obvious yeah you know it's yeah. like this one you you gotta think about it for a little bit yeah it's like to me the moment I saw that shell compact yeah. thing I was like something something's up <laughs> like, yeah. I, don't, I don't know what's going on here 
And you, I'm just kind of like, I don't know if I like it. Yeah. Yeah. Like, I'm like, that thing looks so fragile. Yeah. <laughs> like, it'll snap in half. Yeah. And then, then, then they're watching, like, an old, you know, movie on a black and white, yeah. you know, TV rabbit ears fucking TV. Yeah. And I'm just like, where are we? <laughs> yeah. It's like Katie's reaction when she first saw it. And just now, she said, what the fuck is that? Yeah. I mean, I feel like that's everybody's reaction. It's good that he, they they use that because yeah. it's just very blatant. Yeah, it's, it's in your like, face. It yeah. shouldn't be a thing. Yeah. <laughs> and you're just like, what is going on? Yeah. The abomination. Yeah. <laughs> like, that's the scariest thing in the movie. <laughs> no, I'm kidding. <laughs> oh, yeah. So let's get, into, uh, let's get into the film. I fucking love the opening to this movie. It's kick-ass. Yeah. <laughs> like, we get thrown right into it and on a neighborhood street see this woman come running out of a house um full sprint um like runs out into the street and like in the middle and the neighbor to her right is uh unloading like groceries and asks her like if she's okay and the girl you know responds that she's fine the whole time we're getting we just stay on this on this girl like the camera follows her it pans very well it follows it follows yeah um, fuck you, dude. <laughs> you know, we we never see what she's looking at. Yeah. Because she's not looking at the camera. She's not looking at us. You know, she's looking like us, essentially. Yeah. After a minute, she starts to run around, and she basically just makes like a big-ass circle. It's like she's like trying to make some distance. Yeah. Yeah. And during, you know, during that process, <laughs> uh, the girl's father comes out and asks, um... Uh, I believe her name's Annie. Yeah. Um, it's Annie because I remember the whole time when he said that. I was like, Annie, are you okay? <laughs> God. I'm sorry. <laughs> just being real. I wonder if Annie is also a Halloween reference. Yeah. I'm yeah, just thinking probably. about that now. Because that yeah. was her friend's name. Yeah. yeah. Annie Brackett. Annie Brackett. I bet it is. I'd, I'd say so, yeah. I could say it. But yeah, so she you know, runs around, her dad's like, are you okay? What's going on? I'm, she says, I'm fine. And she runs back into the house. And after a minute, you know, the camera stays in its spot, like that it's just been moving in a circle. So it stays on the house. And then she comes back outside, still booking it. And she gets in the car and just fucking peels off. Um, yeah. I believe she's, as she's like driving, she's like looking behind her and stuff. We, again, we don't see anything. And so, next we uh, continue on. We just follow her, and she's driving. And next thing we know, we cut to a shot of um, her at a beach. Or not a beach, more like a it's a lake. Um, I forgot to mention, too, the film is completely shot on location in Detroit, Michigan. Mm. Um, which, apparently, they chose to shoot there because the uh, tax rate was lower. So, they could, it'd be a lot cheaper. But it's all it's all filmed like on location, which is really cool. So yeah, she's she's at the lake, um, and it's nighttime. Her car's still on, but she's got the headlights like the the water, so she's lit up. And you know, we get her on the phone talking to her dad, and she's just telling her parents how much you know she loves them and stuff, and apologizing for like being a shitty kid. Yeah. And, you know, we're we're really just, like, in the dark about what's going on. Yeah. And there's this killer shot, and again, this wide-angle lens thing of the car, and, 
you know, we see the headlights, but then the behind it, the brake lights, like yeah. the tail lights, are just like illuminated red, and we get this cool visual of like the trees that are there and yeah. stuff, just lit up in red. But you're like looking for something, yeah, and we don't see anything. There's nothing there. Like we can't see anything, and immediately after that we cut to the next shot of that same girl just dead on the shore basically just fucking mutilated yeah yeah she looks like one of the victims from jaws yeah yeah like fucked up yeah her leg is like up (coughs) but it's like broken backwards like broken at a 90 degree angle yeah um and you know again we we just have we have no clue what just happened after that, uh, we go into the next scene where we meet our main character, Jay. Um, just a, you know, pretty college girl, you know, yeah. taking a taking a dip in her above ground pool. <laughs> I, I do want to say something about that first scene. I saw that it was on, uh, it's on Shutter. That it was a hundred and one scariest movie scenes of all time, mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. and. When they were talking about it, because they kind of like break them down when they talk about it, they were so fixated on the fact that she was wearing heels. Oh, yeah. Like, the entire time. And they were like just talking about that. But my brain, because she, she's like wearing pajamas, sort of. Like, yeah. that's what it looks like. It's yeah. like when your mom shows up and you got to go help her get groceries and you put her shoes on because they're right next to the door. Yeah. Like, yeah. I feel like that's. She's just in such a hurry, hurry that she just put yeah. whatever she had. Yeah. yeah. Um, I actually just finished watching that recently. Yeah. Um, yeah. I mean, it's very, it's a cool fucking opening. It is. I like it a lot. You're just, you're throwing right in. You have no clue what's going on. And then. It's very much one of those, like, especially that scene that we were just talking about. It's very much one of those scenes that, like, anyone who sees it for the first time is going to be like, what the fuck is happening? I think I was, I'm like, yo, what the fuck? Yeah. (laughs) Uh, We, like I said, we meet uh, Jay, our main character. And she's swimming in their above-ground pool in the backyard. Dirty as fuck, too. Yeah, it's very dirty. She kills a bug in the process. Yeah. She, like, drowns it. Waterboards in the too. Yeah. And uh, her sister, Kelly, comes out and uh, tells her that their friends are coming over, um, Paul and Yara, and they're going to watch movies. And Jay tells Kelly she has uh, plans, actually, to go out with the guy she's been seeing. And then she... Jay sees the like peeping Tom children next door <laughs> and like calls them out for being fucking creeps. Yeah, I can see you fucking weirdos. Yeah. yeah, so she goes back inside, and this is where we meet the other friends. And I did find like the one this film that they're watching. Um, it's called Killers from Space from 1954. So that was a cool little <laughs> tidbit. I didn't catch the others, but. Um, this one, I, I've seen this one in something else before because it's like the guys with like the bulging eyeballs. Yeah. Like it's so, yeah. it's so like 50 sci-fi. Yeah. <laughs> it's great. <clears throat> During that, they're watching that and this is the first time we see Yara with her shell compact e-reader thing. Yeah. Looks like she got it out of a Happy Meal. Yeah. It's so, <laughs> it's so strange. And... You know, we just get generic interaction with these characters, but there's this, there's some kind of give and take that, like, Paul has a thing for Jay. You know, it's not like... Yeah, he's simping hard, low-key. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah. It's like later, one of the later scenes where he's just like, I want to help, and the whole time I'm just like, no, you just want to hit. You just want to hit. <laughs> you, you just want to hit, bro. She's like, do you want to help? Like, no, he just wants to hit. Yeah. 
how to risk my life for some some booty. <laughs> <laughs> so yeah, I mean that's just it's not like blatantly obvious, but it's it's there, you know. And um after that we get the scene a scene of uh Jay getting dressed for her date. Again, this is another instance like her room, like she's got like one of the CCTVs in her room. Mm-hmm. Yeah. You know, it's, it's, some stuff looks modern, some stuff looks <clears throat> fucking old, you know. And then she's getting dressed and she wears this like dress with this um what is it called? It's puka like a shell necklace. It's like a puka shell neck choker. Yeah. yeah. It's like it's like basically like a reverse goth girl vibe. Yeah. yeah. She's wearing like a pink skimpy dress with a puka shell necklace. <laughs> like she's DTF. <laughs> she's DTF. Oh my god. I mean she was. She was. Yeah. <laughs> That's what got her into this mess, dude. <laughs> but yeah, um so yeah, she just gets ready, puts her lipstick on whatever and then we um we cut to the next shot of her and her boyfriend, I guess if you want to call him, Hugh, um, and they're in line at this uh, old movie theater. And I thought this was really cool. I actually found this little tidbit when we were watching the movie again. But uh, the theater they go to is the Redford Theater in Detroit, Michigan, and this is the same theater where the Evil Dead premiered. Dude, that's, oh, that's sick. sick. Yeah. yeah, I thought that was cool just because yeah. yeah. Evil Dead's like important to us. So <clears throat> thought I'd throw that in there. Waiting in line, Jay asks him if he's ever played the uh, the trade game. I think that's what it, she calls it. Yeah, and like yeah, and explains what it is. And basically, the game has one person pick someone from the crowd around them, and you know, someone that they would like to trade places with in life, and they can't tell the other person, and the other person has two guesses to pick who the person picked and why. So he picks first, and once they get inside the theater, Jay finally starts uh, guessing, and she guesses, um, she sees this family of three, and guesses the dad as he's, like, fixing his kid's jacket or whatever. No, that's not how it happened. No, she guesses the... She guesses that fuckboy guy with that... Oh, yeah, 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 I forgot about that. he says... The, the family, yeah. But it's the child. The child. Which yeah. I thought was interesting, too, because, yeah. like, he says he wants to be the child, and I feel like that's, like, definitely, like, foreshadowing to the fact that he's, like... Because he says that that kid has his whole life ahead of him. Yeah. You know what I mean? Yeah, I forgot, I forgot about the fuckboy kind of yeah. dude that, yeah, was getting, like, hit on. Um, yeah, he, like, says he wants to be the child so he can, like, shit his pants whenever he wants. Yeah. And I'm, he said that, though, and I was like, well, you get to look forward to that in, like, 70 more years. <laughs> you can do it all over again. <laughs> yeah, so, um, just, he's just wanting to be back to childhood basically yeah and just kind of having your whole life ahead of you which is sus (laughs) (laughs) yeah she she even says something about it she's like you're not even that old (laughs) she says he's like 21 but dude this guy looks 35 yeah Yeah, he looks 35 but like we'll come back to it because it's another scene later on but when they encounter him again, I just, he looks like such a little kid. When yeah. Seeing Chris, he's got the, his little tight shirt on, like, he's yeah. at his mom's house, so you gotta see that, like, like, <laughs> yeah. it reminds me of, like, Pips. Yeah. <laughs> yeah we'll, we'll get to Okay, that. yeah, we gotta go back on it. So, um, they're sitting down in the movie theater, and this, you know, this, like I said, is an old movie theater. They still got, like, an organ player and stuff. Um, so, 
Jay says it's her turn to pick and she looks around and it's kind of awkward because there's like people sitting behind them and stuff but she just fucking like turns around. Like. Yeah. They're talking like loud too. Yeah. Which I think is yeah. funny. Well, fucking Hugh, I mean, just starts pointing at people. Yeah. <laughs> like, I'm just like, is it that one? It's like, you're in Detroit. Yeah. I'm like, you got some balls on you. <laughs> oh man. <laughs> just bitch right here. Is that what you want to be? <laughs> I'll beat her ass. <laughs> <laughs> but yeah, after after she picks, he um, he points towards the door, like the doorway, and asks her, what about the girl in the yellow dress? Jay doesn't see this girl. And he's he's just like, you know, right there, you know. And then we get a, um, the camera finally like shows a shot of the doorway he's looking at and there's just nobody there. So, I think that's really cool. Mm-hmm. Yeah. You know, he... <clears throat> He panics and asks if they can leave, and they get up and take off, and they asks him, you know, like, was there, did you know that girl or something? Is there something you're not telling me, blah, 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 and he's just kind of making shit up as he goes, says he didn't feel good. And Every, um, every girl's first reaction, you know that bitch? <laughs> <laughs> and um, they, that they end up driving to a diner, and um, while they're at the diner, there's this really neat shot of, it's focused Jay, but then it gradually like unfocuses and we see a figure like in the parking lot like walking like weirdly yeah. towards where they are and it just kind of I think there's like a musical kind of moment where it's building this tension up and it's just like a slow zoom in on it and we that's it it cuts to the next fucking shot and you're just yeah cause like Jay's head goes like right back in front of it like, yeah she, she blocks the view of it and so and then we go to the next shot which is the following day, and it's Jay and her sister Kelly walking home, and Jay's just telling her about the date and stuff. And it's, it's just one of those moments where you're just like, man, if they would have just stayed a little bit longer, we could have seen maybe something, you know? Yeah. yeah. So it's a, it's a good like get you invested and take you right back out. We're walking home. Um, you know, Kelly's smoking a cigarette. Can't let her mom know. Um, <laughs> which that's a, that's another thing too. This. This family is very much seems like a broken family For kind sure. of thing because uh, actually get to see the mom's face until the very end of the film. She's always kind of like not facing the camera or she's just cut out of frame. And it's just kind of implied. I mean, you see her with like wine all the time. She's yeah. kind of an alcoholic and yeah. there's there's no father around at all yeah you can definitely tell that these kids like have been like raising themselves kind of yeah they're just they're kind of on their own yeah um before they go home uh they see their neighbor greg um he's like washing his car doing a real shitty job of washing his car <laughs> it was like dirty as fuck <laughs> yeah it's like what have you been doing bro <laughs> like he's not he's you've been like, off-roading in your <laughs> vista cruiser he's <laughs> fucking washing it with mud is what it looked like <laughs> Yeah, they kind of they kind of wave at him, and you know, it's old Greg. Yeah, old Greg. <laughs> yeah, then they go they go inside, and uh, later that night, Jay is um, with Hugh again, and they eventually do have sex in the back seat of his car. The big nasty. The big nasty, <laughs> and it's it's in this very like secluded location, very remote, and yeah. there's just this big ass like corporate looking building it's just, shady as fuck yeah honestly. dude that's it's, what i'm saying yeah. like it's how just the a, fuck is she not like red flag red <laughs> <Yeah>. flag 
Yeah, I mean, the building's just, like, crumbling away. It's abandoned. Yeah. The whole area is just very fucking, like, Looks weird. Looks like that aftermath of fucking Fight Club or something. Yeah. <laughs> Project Mayhem. Yeah, we don't yeah. talk about Project Mayhem. <laughs> they end up back, um, and they, once they finish, uh, he goes to the trunk, and he's in the back seat with the door open. She has this little, like, monologue, um... Where she just kind of fantasize, talks about how she used to fantasize about dating and stuff yeah. like that. And During that, like, scene, like, in the shot, like, right at the beginning when she starts doing that, I don't know, I was very fixated, like, with her hand mm-hmm. on that, like, little branch thing that she was messing with. Her fingernails, like, the colors, once again, were just fucking popping off them bitches. Because <laughs> yeah. I was just like, that looks so weird. Because it's so vibrant, but yeah. it's dark outside, and... Yeah, yeah, and they and they put a focus on that too because yeah. you even get a like a aerial shot of yeah. her just her hand kind of touching that like weed basically. Yeah. yeah. Well, um, I feel like it's always been a thing though with like horror movies that like colors have been like such a big deal mm-hmm. for like ever in horror movies and uh like I mean it still is It change, I mean it can change anything. Yeah. Like I mean Halloween specifically like the scenes during the climax where yeah. Michael's inside the house. That scene where he comes out of the shadow, yeah, and yeah. it's just like naturally lit, and you just yeah. see that white mask is terrifying. Yeah, and I also think about like uh, Friday the Thirteenth with like the red just being everywhere yeah. in there. But then you have some stuff. Um, I don't know if you all have seen Suspiria, uh, Dario yeah. Argento, mm-hmm. um, but just that whole movie is just full of color. Yeah, it's the big door movie. Yeah, and like Argento is <laughs> like just a master of color and yeah. things like that. Um, really affects things. I mean, some movies, you know, rely on the darkness, and it works really well. Yeah. Um, we were talking about Hereditary. Hereditary does, you know. Yeah. yeah. It relies on those shadows and, like, heavy just darkness. Yeah. yeah. There's a lot of scary shit in that movie oh, because yeah. of that reason. Yeah. Fucking mom crawling on the wall. Mamaw in the background vibing. <laughs> oh, yeah, dude. That shit's scary. That's, yeah. yeah. <laughs> that scared me the first yeah. time I saw it. I said, oh, shit. Yeah. <laughs> But then, you know, the other side of the coin would be, like, uh, Midsummer. Yeah, very yeah. vibrant. Very, yeah. you know, outdoors, really. There's yeah. some dark moments, like, lighting moments. But yeah. it's mostly, like, well-lit. Mostly, yeah. like, an evening movie. Yeah. 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 Well, that's another, that's another very aesthetically driven. Dude, yeah. yeah. Well, no, we're not talking about that at all. But, like, the beginning of that movie is so fucking dark. And then it just <laughs> goes straight into... Like vibrant colors. Yeah. Sad, like, sad, sad. Drugs. <laughs> vibrant. Yeah, that's really how it goes. Though. Yeah. <laughs> um, but yeah. Um, anyways, so Jay's giving her a little monologue about how she used to fantasize about dating. Blah blah blah. As she's looking, um, Hugh kind of comes back into the car and he's like kissing her back. Reach behind him, and then he puts a like a chloroform rag over her face and. Just very subtly done, and but you're just like, what the fuck, man? Yeah. <laughs> you're like, this didn't seem like that bad of a dude, and then he just fucking. You can tell like the way that it's portrayed, he doesn't want to do it. Though. Yeah, it's very he's, like almost about to cry. Yeah, it's like yeah. very painful for him. Yeah, and then you know once she passes out, we get like another aerial shot, kind of her hand just going limp, mm-hmm. like next to that yeah. flower. Um, it's almost like she's trying to grasp for it or something. Yeah. You know, once she wakes up, um, she's strapped to a wheelchair um, in that abandoned building we were outside of. It made me feel like it was like abandoned hospital or something. Yeah, sort of. And 
And when I, I mean when I say abandoned, I mean abandoned. Like oh, there's yeah. like nothing in it. Dilapidated yeah. as fuck. Yeah, Walls it's are like busted open. Yeah, it's like crumbling. And as she wakes up, just you know, disoriented, of course, Hughes just kind of in the background looking around with a flashlight. And this shot, tweaking. <laughs> tweaking. It really is nice tweaking. I'm like this. This whole shot here is cool too because it's like she's in the center, strapped to this chair, and we're like right there with her. Yeah, yeah. And it's like we can't see anything like else around her. It's such a cool shot because she's just center focused. So awake and just kind of talking to her, and then you know apologizing, but then he sees out you know, off the ledge, um, he sees something. So he goes and grabs the wheelchair. I love this. I think it's so cool. You would think the camera would cut and we'd go to just like that side of the building or whatever yeah. to see him pulling her up. But no, we stay with Jay in his wheelchair and it's like, we feel her movement, you yeah. know, cause it's like shaking and shit. It's really cool. I like it a lot. And then we even get like a point of view shot of him pushing her towards the edge and once he gets to the edge, um, this uh, naked woman just slowly walking towards yeah. him. Fucking fast. Yeah, she did. Um, <laughs> so as she's walking, you know, uh, Hugh, you know, explains to her how it, the entity or whatever you want to call it, works, and how that he got it and um, gave it to her, and now it's going to follow her, basically. And he kind of gives her just this quick rundown of, like, how to handle it. He tells Jay in order to get rid of it, um, she needs to sleep with someone else and to just pass it along, basically. Yeah. Um, that um, if it does end up killing her, it will come for him. <laughs> and so, you know, it'll just go straight down the line, basically, wherever it came from. So it is walking towards Jay and Hugh. And, yeah, that thing got up there fast. Yeah. <laughs> I don't know how many floors they were up, but it got up there pretty quick. And he's just, he was just keeping Jay there so she sees it and realizes it's real. And uh, before he close, he wheels her out and tells her to never go anywhere, um, exit, and that um, low, but it isn't dumb, yeah, which is important. Yeah. So, and, you know, they make their way out. And... After that, we cut to Yara, Kelly, and Paul all, like, on the front porch of their house, like, playing a card game or some shit. Yeah, just doing, like, kid stuff. Yeah. Yeah. And it's interesting to me, too, because it's, again, with the timing and stuff, it is kind of, like, hard to pinpoint how old everybody is. <laughs> yeah. Like, I mean, you, she says, is 21, so I would put... Jay around the same age. Yeah, she's in college. Yeah. And then she later... She strikes we, me as, like, young college, though, like, freshman -ish. Yeah, and, like, later, when she's in a classroom, we see Greg, so, like, he's around the same age. Yeah. Her her sister Kelly is obviously younger, but then Paul and Yara, I'm not sure if they're the same age as them, or as, like, Jay, or just maybe, like, a year. It definitely feels like a year. Like, a year difference. Yeah, like, they're know, seniors so. in high school vibe, and... Mm -hmm. They're freshmen. That's what it kind of seems like. Yeah. Yeah. But, I mean, it's cool that it's not, like, just blatant, you know, yeah. like, they're this old or whatever. You know, they the car pulls up and, you know, drops Jay off, like, out in the street and just takes off. And, um... All right. <laughs> yeah. More or less. <laughs> yeah, he's like, just don't let it get you. you know, he's <laughs> not, no big deal. He just 
fucking burns out of there. Yeah, yeah. yeah he really does. <laughs> so you know, her sister and friends go get her, and then after that, the police are there at their house, um, and they just question Jay if it was consensual, the sex, and yeah. if she knew the woman she saw, blah, blah, blah. And um, just the, the gist, you know, what they have to get information for. And during that scene, um, shot inside of Greg's house and like him and his mom are basically just like watching from the window and the mom says like, there's just something wrong with that family or whatever. Yeah. Which hints more at the broken home. Yeah. Just, just very troubled kind of. Yeah. Um, and every time I see that scene, I'm just like, maybe it's just cause where I'm from and stuff. And I'm just like, mind your damn business. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> um, Jay has to go to the hospital and you know, I assume they would have to like just test her for things in case, you know, like a, yeah. like a rape kit kind of thing, yeah. you know. And AJ's mother and the neighbor, uh Greg, his mom, um they're in the kitchen at Jay's house talking and um mom asks like did she if she caught something basically and just says like poor girl or whatever and then her jay's mom says that hugh apparently used a fake name uh to rent a house in the city and has just been lying to her the whole time and that the police can't locate him anywhere so he's just gone and they don't know where he went so uh later that day um sorry i'm assuming it's a different day i don't know there's again there's no time so i don't know like when how much time passes but uh, Jay is at school in class, and um, before we get into this, we'll we'll just take a quick break because. Um, all right, and we are back. Um, <laughs> <laughs> damn, dude! <laughs> it was, God Almighty! Oh, that was immediately. That's gonna started. that's gonna burst some people's I'm ears. I'm so sorry. <laughs> I could start over, but I'm not gonna. <laughs> I'm keeping it in. <laughs> But yeah, um, like I said before we took that break, I, I really want to get into this scene because this is my favorite scene in the whole fucking movie, and it's because it's a straight homage to Halloween when Lori's in class and she sees Michael outside. The first time I saw this fucking movie, and I you know, had no prior knowledge that John Carpenter was an influence, I saw that scene and I said, that's from fucking Halloween. Yeah. Like, and I think it's so cool. Jay's sitting in class, um, she's the teacher's reading poetry and she's like looking out the window and in the distance she sees this old woman in like a nightgown just walking across the campus this is where i get the most like romero zombie vibe Mm -hmm. like because like i distinctly remember a ghoul in a gown from Mm -hmm. the movie yeah the way she walks is almost like it's a perfect mimic of it yeah it's just not you know it's I mean, when, when Hugh said, like, they, it's slow, like, it's slow, you yeah. know, and this lady just walks ever so slowly across the campus, but it's, it's so cool because, like, we just stay with Jay in this scene, and we just feel, like, the tension rising, and, like, her breathing gets heavier and stuff, and Greg in the same classroom mm-hmm. sees her, and yeah, I just, <laughs> I just think it's such a badass scene. I love it so much. Um, I also like how, like, because you said it's like you can tell like by the way like she's walking that it's like the ghoul type walk. Mm-hmm. Yeah. But I also think it's like cool because she like it's definitely like 
the same like relentlessness of like Michael Myers like how like you know like even though he like just kind of walks everywhere he's always fucking <laughs> like yeah on your ass somehow mm-hmm. yeah yeah so it's that slow killer kind of thing yeah you know, that just you know there's something about it just fucking gets under your skin yeah because it's like you just you're just seeing death come for you yeah and <laughs> it's taking its sweet fucking time <laughs> like you can't eat you can outrun it, but not forever. forever exactly. Yeah. Yeah. And and that's kind of what this whole movie gets at. Yeah. I feel like it's just like, death is inevitable. Like, yeah. You know, as if we didn't already know that. It's just like, let's give it a... Personification. A personification that's not some, like, over-the-top killer kind of thing. <laughs> You're not going to live forever and sex is bad. <laughs> yeah. Well, I mean, in a sense, I think, you know, the, the way the director gets it across is like, you know, just it's just human nature. Yeah, it's yeah. like we use sex as just it's just a way to delay the inevitable. It's a way to make your life better. You know, yeah. um, but you know, in this case, it's you know you have sex with somebody to literally make your life last longer. Yeah, so it's 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 literally just the same concept. It's just the entity in this kind of fits the bill of like STDs and stuff like that. It's yeah. like you got to worry about. You, you got to be safe, you know. Yeah. Essentially, <clears throat> the whole film I feel like could be an allegory for sex, and you just replace like the whole film with my mom being like, "You're gonna watch your dick off. You're gonna burn in hell." <laughs> what if this all could have just been avoided if she bought like a Halloween Express condom costume <laughs> and just wore that when it tried to get around? Oh my god! <laughs> <laughs> can't get to me. You can't get to me. I'm protected. That's the dumbest fucking thing uh, yeah. I've ever heard. <laughs> Everybody's gonna think you took a break and like fucking smoked a J outside. Yeah. Yeah. The whole just movie ends in the car scene because she's like, I brought a condom. (laughs) (laughs) Oh man. So yeah, after she sees this old lady walking towards her, um, she gets up out of class and runs out, and the teacher gets pissed off. Um, Excuse me. Which I want to say, I've. I've walked out of a few classes because I've, like, had shit to go do, you know, yeah. after. And I never once had a teacher be like, excuse me. Excuse uh, me. Because yeah. it's like, I'm paying for this shit. Yeah, <laughs> I don't really like, do that in college. No, that's not, a, that's not a thing, I guess, you know. But, I mean, I guess I get it in a sense because if I was a teacher, I'd kind of be like, what the fuck? You know? yeah, but yeah. it's like, I'm not going to be like, especially yeah. if I'm in a college well, it's, professor, I'm not going to be like, hey, get back here. Yeah. <laughs> you don't have a hall pass. It's <laughs> different when you're in college. Because, like, you know, like, especially with, like, a teacher, it's like, they're not there just because they want to be, like, an educator. I mean, they do want to be an educator, but it's yeah. like, they are also there to get paid. <laughs> exactly. Yeah. yeah. Um, but, yeah, so she takes off and runs down the hallway and, like, runs in between these, like, two girls that are talking. And as she's kind of looking around and walking down uh, towards the doors... Um, we see the old woman come by, and she walks right between those two girls, and they they don't do anything. Like they yeah. No reaction. I like that touch mm-hmm. a lot. And Jay, like, turns around and sees her, and she calls out hello. Yeah. And as she's, like, walking, one of the girls is like, hello? hello? <laughs> she's just like, all right, back to the Yeah, they just go right back to it. Yeah. Like, crazy bitch. <laughs> I mean, that's something we'd do. <laughs> yeah. Like, so, you know. Crazy. <laughs> So the late old lady just keeps walking towards her, and just that pounding sense of dread just builds and builds and builds. And the lady has, like, that thousand-yard stare going on. Mm-hmm. Like, she's seeing right through her. Yeah. And that's what's scary, too, is it's, like, it's 
you know, it's one of those things where it's like, you know it's going to kill you, but it doesn't look like it's yeah. going to do anything, you know, because yeah. it's literally just walking. Like, it's so, it's an odd sensation to, like, yeah. experience that, I think. It's like, uh, they don't, it's like it doesn't care about you at all, but also at the same time you can tell it's definitely coming at you. Mm-hmm. So, yeah, she um, goes to a, like, an ice cream parlor um, after she, like, drives off, and it's where Kelly and Paul work. And tells them, you know, about the woman and then what Hugh told her and just everything. Yeah. And then it's not it's not that they don't, like, believe her. They're just, like, scared for her. Uh, so Paul offers to uh, stay over and make sure nothing weird happens. And <laughs> I think Kelly is like, she's like, no, because you'll have to worry about waking up and Paul humping your leg yeah, or whatever. Funny. <laughs> yeah. yeah. But, Kelly's just saying what we're all thinking. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> but, you know, Jay's just like, just it's fine just as long as he's on the couch and so that night um paul's downstairs watching another like old film the mom is passed out in her room she's still yeah. got like, her shoes on we see and we see wine models yeah and the girls are like getting ready for bed but then later jay comes down with her like blanket and stuff says she can't sleep and paul says you know she can sleep down there with him and you know they just they just kind of have reminiscent kind of yeah, flirty she, talk and <laughs> she fucking puts her feetsies close to me and tries not to pop one yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yeah it's very it's just that like it, it's just thinking about evil dead with like um ash and um linda linda in the yeah. original where he's like her eyes are like going back and forth yeah. <laughs> it's just with feet yeah. yeah so yeah um and then we get like through their conversation that they've they were each other's first kiss, and then Paul went and kissed her, her sister yeah. the same fucking day. It was a He's like really bummed that she knows that. <laughs> He's like, damn. Yeah. And just as they're talking and you know having fun, they hear a uh, like a crash in a different room. So of course it scares them, and Paul's like, "What the fuck?" And he goes and looks in the kitchen. She tells him to go look. And you can tell at first, he's like, like, damn, I actually had, I didn't expect this. I didn't didn't expect anything to happen. Yeah. And he like looks at her and he's like, (sighs) (laughs) I said, I did sign up for this, I guess. Paul's very like an awkward looking dude. Yeah. scrawny, you know. It's just. He's definitely not the first one to be like, I'm, I'm taking lead. Yeah. Um, But he said, I I agreed to this. Yeah. It was his idea. And so he goes to the kitchen and doesn't see anyone in there but he comes back and tells jay that um there's a you know the window's broken but nobody's there and you know someone must have ran away and so jay says you know they should call the police and he goes to wake up uh kelly so kelly can be the one to call which i'm assuming is just because they live there it'd probably be easier yeah um, maybe it's just me but i'm i guess like, maybe i'm just paranoid or something but my first reaction, if I see like a window's broken or something, is like they didn't run away yet. Like I'm just yeah. like I'm, I gotta scope the whole. This place is out. a distraction. <laughs> yeah, I gotta scope the whole place out yeah. first. So yeah, after he goes upstairs, Jay gets up and uh, walks into the kitchen. And as she goes in, we get this really cool shot of her, and she like slowly looks, and it's kind of like slow motion, and then she sees it like as this. It almost looks like this woman is like tied up. Like her her hands are like tied behind her back. Yeah. And she's I it almost looks like this woman's like a rape victim. Yeah. It's so strange, you know, and yeah. she's 
I don't want to say she's looks like a prostitute, but it kind of gives off that vibe. You know what yeah. I mean? Because I mean, she's got like the heavy makeup, but then she's like, it looks like she's like missing some teeth. Yeah, like they've been busted out or something. Yeah, yeah. she's got like a black eye. Like it's, it's very strange. You know, well, it's, I will say she I'll, also has one sock. Like, yeah, I know that's like, but like it, she does look like. Well, yeah, and her shirt's like ripped, yeah. you know, and like half exposed and. <clears throat> Like I said, just her hands tied behind her back is just like such an odd little yeah. detail. Well, um, I wonder, like, because like I've seen, like there's multiple like parts of the movie where like it looks like that it is like past victims, maybe, maybe like uh like because whenever uh mammal got her some early, <laughs> yeah, dude. The, well, I mean, I get what you're saying, but later in the film I feel like that kind of falls apart yeah well no yeah, yeah. I just feel like that like it, not, it's not like always past victims but like it yeah. chooses like sometimes to be like past victims yeah because like, Annie's one of them yeah and so is like Greg I'm pretty sure at one point too yeah yeah Which, but it, Greg's not a victim yet when it happens no so. he's not oh yeah it turns into Yara too at one point it's like when they're at the lake yeah like it, it comes up as oh, Yara yeah. so yeah, but I just I just think that's such an interesting choice. Like this woman, I mean, it's it's obviously scary because yeah. she's just like disheveled and pissing all over herself. Yeah, she just starts peeing, you yeah. know, as she's walking, and so Jay just screams and takes off, um, starts knocking shit over. Yeah, just fucking booking it. And she goes up. Like, <laughs> yeah, like, <laughs> she goes upstairs to her room and like locks the door, and is just you know panicking. And Kelly and Paul are at the door, like, telling her, you know, nothing's out there and asks to let her, let them in. And they come in and, you know, um, Jay locks the door again. And as they're kind of trying to calm her down, they hear someone at the door. Um, I think Kelly calls to see if it's their mom. <clears throat> and there's no answer. And the doorknob starts to move. And Yara speaks and says, like, it's me. And Jay like tells her not to open the door and yeah. she doesn't trust it. And Kelly opens the door and well there's there's Yara. No no problem, right? Wrong. Yeah. <laughs> this scene when I first saw the movie, it scared the shit out of me because there's no like cue for it what's going on. It just happens and you're just like, Holy shit Yeah, you're just you're not ready for what it's you're about to see. Fucking spectacle what it is. You're like, Oh my god Watching Katie watch this movie made me so happy because it was very much like every time anyone else has watched this movie because <coughs> like when that happened too, she was like, What the fuck? I'm like it's like also his like cause they tall the tall man. Yeah. Yeah, so this tall man comes out of the fucking shadow of the hallway like through Yara basically. Yeah. And he's just so fucking tall. He's like seven feet tall and he's his eyes are just like dark. I yeah. thought they look gouged out. Yeah. So yeah, like, they, they might have been. Hollow. I don't know. Like, but dude, it's fucking yeah. scary. Yeah. Because like, it's like one thing, I mean, they they've all been like scary in their own way, but nothing's been as menacing as this. Yeah. And this big fucker just comes in the doorway and you're just like, oh shit. Yeah. yeah. Like so tall that he has to duck to get in. <laughs> yeah, like that motherfucker could toss some people around. Yeah. I bet he played basketball. <laughs> <laughs> I should ask him. <laughs> you should play basketball. <laughs> so, your neck. so uh Jay, you know, screams and takes off, um, just like any sane person would do. Yeah. And of course her friends and sister, they don't see anything. So she 
hops on a bike and just starts biking down the street. And um, as <laughs> she's leaving, um, we're in, we're inside the car of um, Greg and his date uh, smoking a ciggy. Uh, and um, they're just hanging out, having a good time, playa playa. Yeah. And um, Greg got game. <laughs> Greg got game. And they see, you know, uh, Jay riding off and her friends like yelling at her to come back. She ends up riding to this uh, playground and just kind of sits on the swing and just looks around her and just kind of surveys the scene. And this is another instance where it's like we're kind of like just waiting for something. Yeah. We're watching with her, waiting for something to come out. We start to see some movement, but it's actually just um, her friends and her sister. And as while they're talking, they Jay sees somebody else coming up and asks them if they see that person. And they do, and it's it's Greg. He left his date, coming to check on a potential other date. Yeah. <laughs> Greg got game. <laughs> we need that on a t-shirt. Greg got game. Greg got game. <laughs> um, so, yeah, Jay, um, or I'm sorry, Greg stops and, you know, asks them if they're... Uh... What the fuck is going on? Yeah, basically, yeah that's, that's a much better way to put it. You know, he's just trying to figure out what the fuck's going on. And so, uh, Jay says, you know, she needs to find him, talking about Hugh. And so... He's like, the guy broke in your house? <laughs> yeah, he's, she's like, I need to find him. He's like, the guy that broke in your house? And I was like, no, dumbass. <laughs> Catch up. <laughs> so, yeah, I mean, he, uh, you know, he, he's, just, he's just a little behind. <laughs> so, he ends up leaving to go get his car. Yeah, and he, like, totally kind of low-key shits on him. When he goes, he's like, where are you going? Are you leaving? He's like, I'm going to go get in my car. Somebody's got to drive. Yeah. You bunch of bums. Yeah. <laughs> what are y'all going to do? Ride bitch on your bicycle? <laughs> oh, man. I call front pigs. <laughs> I don't know why it's so funny to me. <coughs> I just see six people on this bicycle. They're all <laughs> like one foot on each peg. Like, yeah. just kind of like. It's all, it's all a balance game yeah. at that point. <laughs> Tires are flat as shit. <laughs> this is the dumbest segue we've ever had. <laughs> we gotta get there as fast as we can. Yeah. <laughs> All right. So they drive over to where um, Jay thinks Hugh's house is, and it's within like the city, and it's it's very much the. It's also daytime again. It's a project. Yeah, it's sure. it looks like the following day. I would assume. Yeah, um, yeah it's very much the projects kind of area though. And they come up in this house, and uh, they go in, and it's, you know, it's empty, it's abandoned, but there's, they notice, like, on all the windows, there's these, like, makeshift noise traps, with, yeah. like, bottles and cans, so if anything came through, you'd hear it. And I was reading about just some quick trivia and stuff about this movie on IMDb, and one of them I noticed was... Um, this house specifically, I can't remember what this house is called, like the layout, but it's very, it's got a specific name, but the house itself is like made for like easy access. So essentially the house, the way it's laid out, you could be able to like get out from anywhere and wrap around and leave. Mm. That makes sense. So in essence, it's the perfect house in a situation against this thing, you know? But that, to me, just shows that Hugh, like, did his fucking homework 
Yeah. He said, I want to live. Yeah. Yeah. I guess, like, too, I don't know. It didn't really specify, but Kelly or whatever is, like, going through the medicine cabinet. And, like, I wasn't sure if, like, if that was, like, pills to, like, stay awake or something. I don't know. It's not because they're not labeled. Yeah. Like, I don't know if it was, like, his pills or just, like. They were just there. They were just there. Yeah. It's kind of odd. I like how the wall just falls out. Yeah. (laughs) Yeah, we get a jump scare of, like, the wall. Just falling out of like where the closet is where yeah. Jay's looking. <laughs> like, so oh, fucking random. And um Paul goes upstairs, like like the attic, I guess, if you wanna call it that. And this he finds like <laughs> this is where Hugh's been sleeping. There's like a single mattress on the floor with a pillow and a sheet, and then there's a lamp and then just some porno mags and used <laughs> tissues. Yeah. Well, he's been camping out. Cranking out. <laughs> camping, camping cranking, and cranking. Cranking, cranking. cranking my fears away. <laughs> I like how that, that was like important to him, though. Why he's like hiding out from this fucking entity that's trying to kill him. He's like, I gotta crank one out every once in a while. I can't run away if I gotta bust one. <laughs> Thank God. It's gonna weigh me down. <laughs> it's gonna weigh me down. <laughs> oh, my God. Um, so, yeah. Paul, you know, just naturally picks up... the the top porno mag and starts flipping through it and Jay ends up coming up there and um, catches Paul mid-act. You know, no, I'm just joking. (laughs) Mid-crank. Mid-crank. No, not really. Um, He just, he just was like, come tissues, get out of the way. Yeah, he really didn't even give a shit. He was just like, let me break these off. (laughs) (laughs) Titties. Yeah, after, as he's flipping through that book, he um, finds a picture um, like a just a Polaroid picture inside of uh Hugh and then some girl in like a Letterman jacket. Did that? I mean, I I'm probably wrong, but watching it again, it kind of looked like that person was Annie in I the picture, but I couldn't tell because it was so quick. I don't think so because I'm pretty sure the girl was blonde and Annie had dark hair I thought I thought they both had dark I don't know I don't know I could be wrong I'm not sure though yeah which I don't I don't know because he says later that he got it from like a one night stand yeah so maybe not I don't know but like he also knows that if the person he gives it to dies it comes back for him so that's why I thought maybe it could have been yeah maybe he was just kind of like didn't want to specify who it was when he was like talking about it maybe you know But, you know, Paul asks if that's that's the guy because he's, like, never seen him. And she says, yeah, and they recognize the um, Letterman jacket. Like, it's the high school. So they go to the high school and ask the front office if they know him. And this scene's really cool, too. Um, so we don't actually go in with um, Greg and Jay as they go in. We stay out in the hallway, and the camera just, like, circles slowly. And, you know, just kind of the... You know, just normal stuff. People switching, going to class or whatever. And principal, I guess, on the intercom making announcements. And then we see the front office, like their check in the yearbook. And then it goes, it turns around towards the window and we see a figure yeah. walking towards them. And, you know, pretty far away. But that same slow, ghoulish-like walk, you know. And, and another thing, too, 
about that scene that I noticed it goes back to like you don't really know what time period it is like the yearbook photos they were all black and white and retro looking mm-hmm. yeah like it was an old school looking yearbook yeah yeah so they they get the name or you know they they confirm it um, we don't hear any of it because the music's still just playing at this point and the next shot is them in the car and Kelly, Yara, and Paul are in the back seat, and uh, they they're just waiting on uh, Greg and Jay. And Greg and Jay get back in, and you know they ask if um, they figured it out, and they tell them that the guy's name is Jeff Redman. And before they leave, I like this too. Um, the camera is focused on Greg and uh, Jay, and. You know, Jay says she doesn't want to call the police or anything, and Greg kind of like puts his hand on her shoulder to comfort her, and fucking Paul's in the back seat. It's all Mormon Stephen, yeah. <laughs> it's real, just like bastard. Yeah, <laughs> it should have been me. <laughs> and um, you know, the the camera's focused on them, and then it unfocuses on them and focuses on the outside, and we see that figure, same person, still walking. It's like a student because they've got like a backpack and shit. Still walking towards them, and they never like Jay never sees it. Yeah, and I think that's so fucking cool. Yeah, that she never once acknowledges this thing because she just didn't see it. She wasn't yeah. paying yeah. attention. Well, like even yeah. uh, Hugh says or Jeff or however you want to like go. We'll go by Jeff now. Yeah, so I guess. His real name. Yeah. <laughs> but anyways, even Jeff says that like uh, Hugh Jeff. <laughs> Shut the fuck up. <laughs> <laughs> Even he says that like it can like be whatever it needs to be at the time. So like it, like he says that it can blend in with a crowd, yeah, be I, a stranger yeah. and stuff like that. And I just I just think that's such a cool touch that she just never sees it. Yeah, you know, it's just another emphasis on like it could happen at any moment. You know, yeah. death comes for all, and we never see it coming. So they end up going to Jeff's house and. Um, Jay knocks on the door and his his mother answers the door. And his his mom looks very like nineties, eighties ish. Yeah. <laughs> you know, which is another fucking you know, time thing. This is just like when Jeff to me just turns into like a little kid. Yeah. Because, like, like I said earlier, like when they're outside talking to him, his like demeanor, his clothes, yeah. everything about him. <laughs> yeah, he's, he's just, just like a little kid. Little kid mama's boy yeah. kind of thing. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, they're just like in the backyard in a circle, like sipping Chris on cross applesauce. <laughs> cross yeah. applesauce sipping their soda pop. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. They've all got straws in their yeah. sodas too. Yeah. Which is also like really funny too, because like in the beginning he's like very like confident and like you know, put together like yeah. he's like trying to be suave and shit. And yeah. then like later on he's like what the fuck you guys doing here? You guys gotta drink them sodas my mom gave you and get the fuck out of here. <laughs> You're gonna get us in trouble. <laughs> <clears throat> yeah, so their their conversation is just reiteration of um, what he told her that night. Yeah. And just, you know, you have to sleep with somebody else to get rid of it. And he kind of makes a comment. It's like, you're a girl. It should be easy. Yeah. And, um, and you know, he, he does seem like sincerely apologetic towards yeah. her. It's like not something he wanted to do. It's just like what he had to do to survive. Yeah. And of course, Greg doesn't believe jack <laughs> shit of it. He thinks he's full of shit. And, you know, Greg, or not Greg, um, 
Jeff's like freaking out because he sees this girl walking behind him and he's like, do you guys see her? Yeah. And it's like this nerdy looking girl coming from soccer practice. Yeah. <laughs> She's like so fucking confused She's as like, the other all the looking fuck? at her. Yeah. Once, once they leave, uh, well, before they leave actually, Jeff tells Jay again, like it's, it's coming for you, but it's walking. He said, it's walking. He emphasizes that. No matter where you are. Yeah, and it's like, you've got some time. If you get far enough away, you've got time to figure out what you want to do and if you're going to pass it on. So after that, um, they're driving, and we find out that Greg's driving them to his family's lake house um, to get away. It's It's just very remote, kind of, you know, just out of the city, and... While they're there, uh, Greg shows Jay how to shoot a revolver. Uh, kind of flirting with her, I guess. Yeah. You know, spitting game. Spitting game. game. <laughs> and um, so later, um, assuming that same day, they're you know they're all sitting by the lake, um, just relaxing, and we see behind Jay this woman walking up, which we end up realizing is Yara. This is where Yara is like the entity. And it, like, walks up behind Jay, and it's getting closer, and then the camera cuts, and it cuts to Kelly, and she says something to Jay, and we see Jay's hair, like, come up on its own. And this is so fucking cool, because then it just, like, yanks her, and this is the first time, like, they see something weird. Yeah. They're still not seeing it, but they see, like, her hair being grabbed by something. And so during the struggle... You know, Paul grabs, like, one of the beach chairs and, like, smacks it. And the chair just fucking breaks. Yeah. And then he gets booted. Booted <laughs> yeah, across. Yeah, he gets launched. Yeah. yeah. And this whole time, I think Greg's, like, off pissing somewhere. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. So, they uh, take off into, like, the, uh, what do you call it, like, a boathouse? Yeah. Kind of thing. And kind of barricade in there. And... During that process, Jay's like, does she shoot? She shoots the gun a few times at it, doesn't she? Because Greg's like dodging bullets. He's yeah, like trying he's not like, to get hit. Who, who kicked the door in? <laughs> yeah. He's like, what'd you guys do to the fucking door? <laughs> yeah, so like they try to shoot it, and I think then they go in and like lock yeah. it. And as they're waiting, the bottom of the door just fucking bursts open. And. <laughs> yeah, that's when Greg pops his head in. He's like, what the fuck, yeah. <laughs> I just went to pee. Yeah, and there's, he's like, there's nothing out here. <laughs> and he kind of goes off. And Jay, you know, is like hollering for him, but he's not answering. So she starts to creep towards the hole. And man, this got me the first time I saw this movie too. Because I just, not so much like the thing appearing, it was the scream that got me. Yeah. I wasn't expecting yeah. it to make a fucking sound. Yeah, because it hasn't this <laughs> Yeah. And it's like, it's it's actually I found this out later. That's one. It's one of the boys that's been like peeping on peeping on our neighbors because yeah. we see him later too. <clears throat> but it's like one of those boys. Like the entity is that now, and it's it just lets out this demonic scream, and that shit got me the first time. I was yeah. like, oh shit, fuck, <laughs> yeah. <laughs> and so uh, Jay, you know, takes off, and of course her friends and sister can't see it, so they're like, "What do you see?" And she's running. Gets in the car, uh, Greg's car, and she just fucking leaves their asses. (laughs) This part part really reminds me of the 2013 Evil Dead. Like this particular part, because of just how it goes. Yeah. 
which uh, Mia in that movie yeah. just like takes off. Yeah, like in a pure panic, and then yeah. just something obstructs her path, and she wrecks, fucks everything up. Yeah, yeah. So she's taking off and almost hits this truck that's pulling out and runs into a mailbox, and then straight into a cornfield. Yeah, <laughs> and um, after that, she wakes up in the hospital with like a bandage on her head, and she realizes she's got a broken fucking arm. And this has a little cool moment too of. Where she's the only one awake. Everybody else that's visiting her is asleep. And she hears people walking. Or she just hears footsteps down the hallway. So she starts to, like, cry. You know, she's terrified and ends up just being a nurse walking by. And so, like, then she looks over at all of them and Greg wakes up and sees her. That's really, too, I feel like, when you get, like, the best shot of the mom. At least for me. Yeah, you get a good look at her face in that one. Yeah. Yeah. Um... So, where were we? Greg, yeah, Greg wakes up and sees Jay and everybody else is still asleep. And then uh, later that night, after everybody's gone, um, Jay and Greg have sex in her hospital bed and in the room. Greg got game. <laughs> he do them anyway, man. Yeah. And Incapacitated. Hey, yeah. Oh, my God. Greg got game. And then... This is kind of the first time we get a confirmation of how many days have passed, but three days later, um, you know, Greg is visiting Jay in the hospital and, you know, she's asking if he's seen anything and then like out in the hallway, like Kelly and Paul are like out there and Paul's just like seething again because he's just seeing like yeah. Greg talk to his girl basically. <laughs> and it's my girlfriend. That's yeah. not my girlfriend. <laughs> so mad. And I kissed her first, yeah. and then a sister. <laughs> it turned into our <laughs> I hit it first. <laughs> so later, um, she's Jay's out of the hospital and back home, and then Greg comes over at their house and asks him if you know he can go and see her, but they uh, tell her she doesn't want anybody coming in, and he or they question him if he's seen anything and. Uh, you know, it's kind of like gives off the impression that Craig still just thinks it's full shit. Yeah. And like Paul comes to her defense and it's like, like, she didn't make it up. And then he even like makes a point to say like that chair just fucking broke. You know, like I got launched <laughs> like half a football field. Yeah. <laughs> and you know that he's just like, maybe he's just a bitch. I don't know. <laughs> <laughs> He thought about that. <laughs> so, you know, that night, um, Jay's in her room and she's looking outside of her window and, you know, it's it's nighttime and she sees Greg, like, walking down the street towards his house. He's like, it's, I mean, I, I don't know, there's no significance, but it's very odd he's wearing, like, long johns. Yeah. Like, it's very weird. Yeah. Like, clothing. Yeah, because when we see him later, he's not wearing that. Yeah. Like, he's in, like, t-shirt pajama pants, like, in yeah. a second. And so, yeah, it is kind of odd. But she sees him, and she's, like, trying to get his attention. And this kind of, to me, has, like, a Friday, or not Friday the 13th, Nightmare on Elm Street vibe. You know, because it's like... Oh, yeah, because in the first one, Nancy sees, yeah. like, what's happening. Yeah, and she's, yeah. like, trying to catch his attention, but can't. Yeah. Um, she's like, please. Yeah. Um... So, 
it as Greg uh, gets to his door, can't open it because it's locked. So it picks up a rock and throws through the window. It just hops right in that bitch. Uh, just climbs right in. And Jay, like, books it out there, goes into the house. She crawls through and she's like hollering for him. And then she gets up to the stairs and she, uh, well, first we hear it. It's just a pounding on a door. And then we see the entity now as uh, Greg's mom. Uh, she's just pounding on the door. And I like this because it stops. It and looks right it, at her. It looks yeah. right at Jay. And it's like, it's kind of like a, like I've not forgotten about you kind of thing. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So it makes me think. And it just pounds harder. And Greg opens the door. He's like, what the fuck, mom? Yeah. <laughs> and then we just have his mom fucking tit hanging out. Yeah. You know, and just launches at him. It sort of like brings him in a way. Like, yeah. suck literally sucks the life out of him. Like, yeah, it's gray. Yeah, like Jay goes in to see what's going on, and it's it's almost alien like. Yeah. Like the static. You yeah. Know, there's like static going. The lights are flickering, and she's like straddling him, but it's it's sucking. Yeah, it's sucking the life out of him, and yeah. it's like there's a I don't know. It's like the, she's holding his hand, but it looks like semen. Yeah. It's like just pouring out of him or something. I don't know. It's so weird. Yeah. It's also weird to me that, like, that's how he was killed, but yet the girl from the beginning was so mutilated. Yeah. Like, for how easy it was to do that to him. Like, yeah. I don't know. It's just a weird thing. It's kind of kind of odd. Man. Yeah. <clears throat> I don't know. Maybe it just likes to have variety. I don't know. Yeah. Just get it any way it can. I yeah. guess he didn't put up as much of a fight. Yeah, she did or something. I guess not. Uh, that's a good point though, because I do remember at the beginning, like when you see her, it's like her top half of her body is like fine. It's just, yeah. it is her lower body. Oh, of course her legs broken, but like her like kind of near her crotch is very bloody. Maybe it is more like when it does its attack, it's more like a sexual attack, like yeah. sort of like rape in a yeah. way, like because yeah. like. She was grinding all up on him. Oh, yeah. Like, yeah. maybe, like, I don't know, the way it, it makes sense is, like, fighting with the legs to kick it off. Maybe. And broke it so that she couldn't. Like, maybe that's what it, how it really attacks is uh, sexually. Yeah. Yeah. Which would make sense because this whole thing is, like, it's, like, it's transferred through Yeah. And, yeah. Um, yeah, I mean, that's, that's, like, the first time we see it like kill and you're just kind of like oh shit what the fuck yeah <laughs> yeah um, especially since it's like greg and his mom yeah <laughs> like, what the fuck is happening i got taboo <laughs> um so you know jay runs out of there gets in uh her car and takes off and it's like as she's driving away the entity's after her again and it's as it says greg again and his long johns and, yeah and she drives out to the lake and ends up uh, sleeping like on the hood of the car, like with like the lights on. And uh, the following day, um, she wakes up and she hears like music playing and sees uh, like three guys out on a boat and just takes her. She takes her top off and then like starts to swim out in her like underwear. And then that's kind of like the next shot is her driving back home. Real sad. Like, real sad, and she's, um, you know, her hair's wet, her cast is wet, and stuff. And, you know, we don't get like a confirmation of what happened, but I mean, it's 
essentially implied that she went out there and like had sex with at least one of them. Yeah. You know? But yeah, just kind of the desperation of like needing to get as far away from this thing as possible. Yeah. Um. So she's back home and in the room with Yara and Kelly, and then Paul comes into the room and. This is the first time where you're kind of, like, against Paul a little bit because it's, like, he shows that he's, like, jealous and he's, like, yeah. upset that she chose Greg. Yeah, yeah, why didn't you choose me? I like you, too. Yeah. Yeah, and you're, like, and you're is that all you're thinking about right you're now, like, Paul? You fucking simp. Yeah, <laughs> and, you know, he, he tries to, like, kiss her and, you know, she backs off and he's, like, I just want to help. And, you know, you were saying earlier she doesn't long like, do you? I just want to get my dick wet. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Yeah, I mean, he it it comes off like he does like he does genuinely want to help, and like I don't get the sense that Paul's a bad kid. Yeah, he's a good guy, but he just kind of chose his words poorly and just got jealous over yeah. something. So as uh, they're just kind of sitting there, Jay's looking out the window, and then Paul looks up at her mirror, and we see like a picture of her like in a swimming pool, and then there's like a picture like. Like her younger, and what we you could assume is just her dad. Yeah, and um, he asked her. He said if she trusts him, and then asked if she remembers uh, where they first kissed. And she says, "Yeah." And so uh, the four men, four of them, end up uh, getting shit together, and then going to like uh, like the local pool or whatever, like in Detroit. Um, <laughs> the rec center the public yeah. rec center yeah your worst nightmare when you're living in the city <laughs> yeah and then in order to get there they you know they have to like hop the fence and stuff and it's it, uh, they have kind of like a conversation about like where the city and the suburbs end and like how they weren't supposed to go there as kids because it's like the eight mile yeah district and stuff so it is very much like the the bad part of detroit you know that you're you shouldn't go to, I guess, if you're, you know, <coughs> by yourself, a kid or whatever, you know. Yeah. So they, uh, oh man, I forgot. Bef- right before they get there, though, they're pulling out in, of the driveway, and Jay looks up and sees the entity, like, as this, like, naked man. It's like, her s- dad. That's what it looks like. It's not her dad this time. It's her yeah. dad at the end. Yeah. Um, I've seen some people theorize that it could be one of the men from the boat. Oh, yeah. I mean, you don't know. But it's just this naked man on her roof. And it's it's kind of terrifying just yeah. because it's like... Past victims, I'm telling you. <laughs> it's just like, no warning. She had no fucking clue it was there. Yeah. And it's just on her fucking roof. <laughs> like, that's scary. And it's just more confirmation that it's back yeah. again that quick, you know. Of course, we don't know how much time passed again, you know, but... But I assume it hadn't been that long because she's still wearing the same clothes. Yeah, because, like, I mean, it's all within the same, yeah. like, time, but I don't know. So, yeah, after that, they get to the pool, and once they get inside, they walk down this, like, you know, hallway with all the, like, pipes and shit and get in. They start hooking up all these extension cords and electronic items and setting them close to the pool. So you can tell they have, like, some sort of plan. Yeah. And, um... After a while, they, um... <clears throat> All the electronics from the same two are, like, old school, too. Mm-hmm. Which I think is cool, because, like you said, like, there's parts where it's, like, old school stuff and the futuristic. But, like, for some reason, at the end, it's all old school stuff. Yeah. And 
so they, you know, they set all that up and then they just wait and then Jay gets in the pool and they just wait around for a while. And then uh, we, I, I like the shot a lot because it's, it's kind of the point of view shot of the entity, like walking down that hallway they just came down. Mm-hmm. It just kind of reminds me of like, like a slasher kind of flick, you yeah. know, and we know it's on its way. And after a moment, Jay like panics and she's like, oh my God, it's here. And we don't see anything, you know. And they tell her to just point at it. And she just says, they ask what it's doing. She says, it's just staring at me. And Kelly asks uh, what she sees. Like, what does it look like? And Jay tells her she doesn't want to tell her. And this is exactly what you were getting at. Like, it's her dad or their dad. Um, Which later we get even more confirmation because we get like a family photo, like of the two daughters and then the husband and wife. Um, So that's, that's pretty pretty fucked up yeah <laughs> you know it's just dark um your dad but he's also naked <laughs> he's got clothes on does he yeah he's got like a like a wife beater and a oh like well, boxers on i think he have any clothes on. or he's just got like a t-shirt uh, like a white t-shirt white underwear on oh yeah the only naked dude is a guy on the roof <laughs> i don't know it's scary if your dad was naked oh my god dad <laughs> changed the whole dynamic the whole game's changed it's like that episode of workaholics where they're like yeah dad dick just be swinging <laughs> oh my god <laughs> But yeah, so um, she's pointing at it, but then, and following it, and we still don't see it right now, um, but we see the electronic items, like, rising up on their own, and the thing just starts chucking on matter in the pool. Yeah, yeah he's like a cannon. Yeah, uh-huh. that thing's full velocity. <laughs> yeah. And, you know, the, the plan, thankfully, fails. Like, it doesn't, like, set off and electrocute Jay while she's in the water. During this whole process, it's still throwing shit at her. She's still trying to point at it. Um, Paul gets the revolver and he tries to shoot it, and then he like grazes Yara in her leg. Yeah, <laughs> and I think it's interesting too when he is trying to shoot it. Like the entity also like puts his hand out. Like, yeah, it's, like, we eventually. Yeah, we eventually see the entity that she's seeing, and like whenever Paul gets close to it, yeah, it puts its hand up. It's not directly trying to block him, but it's just kind of moving. Yeah. <laughs> like, it's kind of like somebody's being like, stop. Yeah. Get yeah. away. And he even like shoots its hand at one point, but yeah. it still keeps throwing shit. And Kelly um, grabs like a bed sheet out of the backpack and she's just kind of flailing it around where uh, Jay's pointing. And I like this a lot because yeah. she throws it and gets it right on the entity and we just see like it covers something. And so Paul goes up and just fucking shoots it in the head and it falls in the water. And so as Jay's trying to get out, um, the entity's like still alive and it's like grabbing her leg. And in the process of her trying to swim away and they're like in the middle of the pool, uh, Paul's like shooting in the water. And after like three shots, he finally hits it in the head again. Yeah. And it lets go and Jay gets out. I mean, she's got some like gnarly fucking... Like burn, burn, yeah. grip. You know, you can see yeah. the fingers on it, just like around her ankle. And, uh, you know, poor Yara is just still in the background holding her fucking yeah, leg. Yeah, no, it's funny too, because they get like Jay out of the pool and they're like so concerned for her. And I get it, because she is. Yeah. But Yara's just like, shit. <laughs> like, yeah, and Paul's like, are you okay? I'm in yeah. a shot. <laughs> Fuck. So uh, Paul asks Jay if she can still see it. And then. We see Paul look in the water, and there's nothing there. And so Jay kind of goes to the edge of the water. And this is, like, such an awesome shot. It's just her, like, back of her head, and then we see the pool. 
and it just fills with fucking blood. Yeah. It's so rad. <laughs> like, it's such a cool fucking scene. Yeah. So after that, um, <laughs> Jay and Paul, bless you. Thanks. Um, like, I assume that night, um, Jay and Paul end up uh, having sex um, on a tiny fucking love seat of all fucking things. <laughs> Comfortable blanket looking, though. Yeah, one of those mammal blankets. Well, real warm. <laughs> and... Tonight. <laughs> After they're done, you know, he asks her if she feels any different. Was it good? Yeah. <laughs> and, Was it uh, you too? They, um, you know, they, nothing unnatural has, like, happened. Yeah. You know? And so I'm, next cut after that is uh, Paul, like, driving, you know, around, like, project area and, like, driving by some prostitutes and, um, you know, he just kind of drives around them, and then the next shot is um, Jay and Paul um, at the hospital, like seeing Yara. She's reading on her weird fucking shell phone e-reader thing, eating a chicken salad sandwich. Yeah, <laughs> and um, you know, so it's not again. It's kind of one of those things. It's like, did Paul fuck a prostitute to yeah. get her? Yeah. You know, it's we don't know for sure. That would really though. That'd be the way to do it. Just because, like, the amount of, like, contact a prostitute has, like, yeah. it would be very hard for it to come back to you very quickly. Even if, uh, like, at all. Yeah. Depending on how much they working. <laughs> Better get them on a busy day. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> um, but after the hospital scene, uh, we get a shot of Paul and Jay walking down the street, and then they end up holding hands, and... Um, as we see them walking, we see a figure, like, in the middle, like, a distance away walking behind them. It pops up, them. too. Like, uh-huh. it's not there the whole time. It's not there at first, and then it cuts, it goes to a shot behind them, and then it goes to a shot in front of them again, and then it's just there. And then it cuts to a shot of them from the back again, just walking, and then cut to black. It follows, title screen, cool fucking music, you know? Yeah. Well, that's the end of the movie. I, I think that ending's so cool, and because yeah. it's like still very open ended. Yeah. Um, like Katie didn't even notice that like someone was falling in the background. So yeah. Like, yeah. Yeah. I mean, you gotta. I mean, you'll miss it if you're not paying attention. Yeah. I like stuff like that though. Yeah. And you know, like we kind of mentioned before, like a lot of critics have interpreted like the film just as like a. Um, like a parable about HIV and AIDS and like STDs, STIs, whatever. Um, and, you know, I don't think any of that's ever been like discredited by the director or anything. It's just, you know, it's all kind of just like theory stuff. Yeah. Um, critical analysis. Um, but I did find this that um, uh, Mitchell, the director, David Robert Mitchell, um, did go on to say that he's not too like concerned about where it like originated like it's just more so of the dream logic thing it's like the whole the whole thing to him is like just stalling the inevitable and the inevitability being death yeah if that makes sense yeah so it's not yeah it's not so much um the origins of it which is which is cool but at the same time i would kind of like more you know just kind of know like how it started yeah, yeah, it's one of those things where it's like, it's very like, I want to know, but at the same time, like a lot of times when 
movies, especially horror movies, elaborate too much. Yeah, it's yeah. Like, it kind of yeah, like it. I will. I want to know, but I don't want a sequel. Exactly. Yeah. Um, which leads me to my next thing here. Um, while there hasn't been like any confirmation to a sequel, uh, Tom Quinn, he's the uh, co-president of Radius TWC that uh, distributed produced the film. Um, he did state that they were looking into the possibility of a sequel, but not a follow-up. More of, like, something to track down the origins of it. So it'd be more of, like, a prequel kind of thing. I don't know how I feel about that. Because, like, I don't know, I just immediately think of, like, the Ouija movies. Or, you know, just... Yeah. Yeah. Or, like, the Annabelle movies. Yeah. Like, it just... Paranormal activity. They're just not... <laughs> well, okay, I'll say this to you. Like, it depends. Because, like, it follows, like, we talked about, like, wasn't very, like... It, like, everyone talked about it, but it wasn't, like, one of those things that, like, was, like, real big when it first came out. It was, like, slowly over time it's become more and more big. Mm-hmm. Do you feel like it'd be, like, one of those things where it's, like... Because, like, I feel like when it comes to, like, the Conjuring films and, like, all that stuff, it's, like, because they were, like, such mainstream big films. Yeah. That, like, stuff like that happens. Yeah, well, my whole thought process on, like, what you're talking about is, like, just look at what happened with The Strangers. Yeah, I thought about that, too, yeah. even when I was saying that, yeah. Yeah, like, The Strangers was great on its own, and then they tried to do something, and it just... I just want to... I don't want that for this movie because yeah. of how good it is on its yeah. own. It is, to me, I think this movie would... It would be cool to me, in a sense, to find out kind of where it came from, but at the same time, I feel like that's kind of it might disappoint me a yeah. little bit. And I think this movie would just be fine just staying as it yeah. is. Yeah. Um, I do even, like find myself like complaining about that a lot. <laughs> I just wish they just leave things alone. Yeah. This, this is one of those movies where it's like, it would just be best to just leave it be. Yeah. Um, yeah. So real quick, um, Zach, five out of five, uh, well, or however. Greg got games. Greg. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, what, what would you, what would you rate it? Honestly, man, like, I have to say, it's just, like, it's a five out of five. It's one of those, like, perfect just horror movies. Mm-hmm. Like, yeah. I can't find anything wrong with it. I don't, I just enjoy it. The soundtrack's banging. Like, oh, yeah. Everything's just really cool about it, and it's just very unique, mm-hmm. and I like that a lot. All right, Andrew? Five out of five, too. Five out I mean, of five, Greg got games. <laughs> All around. <laughs> yeah. I mean, he's spitting game. That's, mm-hmm. what, that's all I can say. He taught me everything I know. I owe him everything. Just <laughs> how I pick up chicks. No, I mean like just like pretty much everything Zach said. Like it's like, like you said, it's like uh, very much inspired by like John Carpenter and you know George Romero and stuff like that. But like that, uh, you can tell like with through like the music and everything mm-hmm. like about the movie. Like it's got a um, it's got a slasher yeah style to it, yeah. but it's not really a slasher film, yeah. you know. Well, that's what I was kind of saying at the beginning, too, is, like, it's, like, it's, like, its own thing. Mm-hmm. Like, it doesn't, like, fit into, like, a slasher, like, yeah. subcategory or anything, really, in particular. I can pick up the top of my head. So, like, that's, it's, it's very distinct, and that's what makes it, like, yeah. a five out of five for me. Yeah, I mean, again, I, five out of five, you know, it's just, that's a killer movie, man. Yeah. Like, I, I fucking love this movie. Yeah, I mean that's our that's our breakdown review of It Follows. Um, you know, we hope you enjoyed this. Uh, make sure to rate and review. Uh, let us know what you thought about the show. Um, let us know what you thought about the other episodes. Uh, if you've not listened to them, what are you doing? Go yeah. listen to them. <laughs> skip ahead. Yeah, come on. 
Um, go see Evil Dead. Yeah, go see Evil Dead Rise. That's fucking sure. killer. Yeah. Um, yeah, you make sure to uh, follow us on our socials, uh, at Cast of the Living Dead on Instagram and then Facebook. Um, Instagram being the more active one. Um, you know, follow us there to stay up to date on what we're going to be talking about next and all that. And uh, go buy a t-shirt. Tpublic.com. Yeah. Rip the set. <laughs> follow, follow the link on our socials. Um, you know, it'll take you there. Um, you, you know, it's got, I've got both links set up on there. You can link tree it up and go to, you can go listen to the show. And while you're listening to the show, you can go to Tpublic and buy a shirt <laughs> or a pin, whatever, something, you know. <laughs> But, um, yeah, I mean, that would, that would just really help us out a lot. I mean, you don't have to, but we'd appreciate it. Yeah, we understand times are hard. <laughs> yeah. Um, but, yeah, I mean, that would, that would be awesome. If you if you like the show enough, that would be really cool. We just wanted to have that option for people. Yeah. Um, but, yeah, and then uh, go follow Deranged Ankles on TikTok, Instagram, Twitter. Uh, subscribe to his YouTube channel. Go check out his 30 Days of Night video on the Dead by Daylight Killer, The Night. Yeah. <laughs> But yeah, uh, thanks so much for listening. Thank you for listening to Cast of the Living Dead. Join us next time for more thrills, chills, and frights that go bump in the night.